Hi, Samra. So good Hello. to see you. So good, so good to hear you. Um, so I invite Samra here. She is a men's coach and women's sexuality coach. Um, and Samra, you will tell us more about men's sexuality uh, and how men can also tap into much more pleasure uh, in their sex lives. So yeah. I'm curious what you have to tell us, please. <laughs> Hi, hello, thank you for having me. So it's so exciting to talk to you today. Yeah, I wanted to share um, some insights about what it means to be a more sexually conscious uh, man. Uh, meaning what it means to be more deep into your sexual expression as a man. Mm -hmm. So I think for men, as for women as well, it starts with eliminating all of the kind of wrong images or wrong messages that we got around sexuality and sex that, that actually um, prevent us from being our full authentic sexual selves. And this is true, you know, true for women as it is for men as well. So I think one of the first misconceptions around uh, men's sexuality is this notion that somehow men and sexuality is very simple and straightforward because of the physiognomy of their sexuality <laughs> because men have very visible erections and mm. you know have a very visible turn-on compared to women where our, our, our turn-ons aren't so physically visible there's this kind of idea that men um, can be, be turned on very quickly that it's just around their erection and that there's no complexity around their sexuality and their sexual feelings and actually yeah. it's it's quite the opposite it's not 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 the case at all they actually have even you know it's just as deep and complex mm. sexual emotions as as women do mm. um and i think a lot of that also comes from this idea that somehow you know pornography depicts men's sexuality in a very particular way where you have these actors that always have these very hard erections for a very long period of time And for men, actually, when they're very young as teenagers and young, young men, some, this is often the case where they actually do have, you know, mm. often erections and erections that can last longer. So, you know, men's sexuality, as with women, changes as they grow older. So mm. obviously, you know, they're, they can't get it erect as fast as they could. The erections sometimes can't last as long as they can. And for some men, they see this as somehow that somehow that they're becoming less of a man or that they have issues with their sexuality. But that's mm -hmm. actually just a normal cycle of men's sexuality, just like we as women have these normal cycles of how our sexuality manifests itself. Mm -hmm. And I think for men, that's actually an opportunity to explore new ways of expressing themselves and looking for new ways of pleasure. Mm -hmm. um, so it shouldn't be seen as, as, as something being wrong with them. Of course, if they have persistent kind of issues around erection and, and you know, sexuality, they have to address that, whether it's a medical cause or something else. But I think it also opens the door for them to explore you know, other ways in which they can experience pleasure for themselves mm. and, and for mm. women. Yeah. And I think the third more most damaging kind of misconception um, that exists for women, but for men in particular, is that sex is only around penetration and ejaculation. That that's all intercourse or sex, sex is. Whereas if you expand the definition of pleasure, that it doesn't always have to include intercourse, it doesn't always have to be yeah. penetration, it doesn't always have to be ejaculation, then you have this whole spectrum of these experiences that both a man can have or he can give his partner and all these things. So I think once all of those kind of false, false um, images of what sexuality and sex are, are put away, And they open this really wonderful space to explore their pleasure and, and really deepen, deepen mm. their pleasure. Mm. Yeah. So you're you're kind of switching the perspective and like at the same time opening up 
um, the conversation towards uh, more exploration um, and more uh, experimenting. Um, and we as women, we, with the menstruation, we are used to, uh, to cycles uh, in our hor hormones, but also in our libido. Um, and yeah. I can, I can imagine that for a man, as you described, it's like, it's always been like this and like for years and it never changes. So that for men, it, I can imagine it can really be a challenge, um, yeah. to like change the perspective and say, okay, uh, it, there's not necessarily something wrong with me, but yeah, there is something that a situation that challenges me to approach myself, my body, my sexuality, and also my partner maybe differently. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how can this look like, Samara? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's definitely a, you know, a mind shift. It's also around eliminating, um, you know, the, this conception, this, this idea that you have to perform during sex, which is, I think, much more stronger with men. It exists with women as well. I think women also mm. feel pressure that they have to have a particular type of orgasm or mm. they have to orgasm in, in general. Yeah. Um, and men also have the same type of, you know, idea that they have to be both, um, you know, they, they have to have a particular type, type of sexual performance, but they also have to make sure that the woman also has these massive multiple mm. orgasms all the time and all mm. these things. So I think mm. it creates this very unhealthy pressure for men. So I think one of the things um, uh, that, that's helpful for men, and this is something that um, an author call, called uh, Bernie uh, Zilbergeld in his book, The New Male Sexuality, actually explains very, very well. And something that we do in our coaching as well that men have to define what the conditions are that actually enable them to have these really deep sexual experiences. Again, going away from the definition of sex being just penetration and ejaculation, but just experiencing pleasure. And, you know, I think men have to be really open about themselves. I think when men start, re you know, really be exploring themselves, they discover that they actually do need a very deep connection with another woman in order to experience um, deep, profound sexual experiences. I mean, there's this kind of notion that women crave relationships, but men don't really need relationships to have, mm. you know, sex. And that's actually not true. A lot of men actually, um, they can perform sexually, obviously, but they don't get a lot of pleasure from just casual uh, encounters with women that they don't have any connection with, or they don't feel, you know, particularly attracted with. So, so that's one thing. Um, men also have to recognize, you know, that stress levels also have a profound effect on their sexuality, just as they mm. do for women. Yes. So, you know, they have to realize if, if they find that they need to be in a space where they feel um, relaxed, where they don't have any pressure from the outside, or they're not thinking about their work, then they should just create those conditions to enable them to have that type of sexual experience. And also, um, you know, if, if they feel um, whatever it is. So I think the best way for men to do that is actually to uh, think of instances where they had really good sex, something that they really felt was pleasurable for them, and try to identify what were those factors within that that um, actually helped them to, to, to achieve that. They're disconnected from their sexuality, so they're afraid of this very primal uh, part of themselves because they've been conditioned to believe that it's dangerous to a woman, that somehow, you know, it's... it's um, it's something that, that would overpower them or, or something like that, or other way around, they disconnect from their hearts. So it's like with women, they have to realize that as a whole man, they can actually have all these parts integrated. So you can be 
um, a loving husband and a loving parent and still be connected to your very primal sexual mm. uh, energy and um, that yes, you can please. be very primal, very, very rough and very, <laughs> very uh, kind of animalistic and still be very sensitive and still be open, open to your heart. And they'll actually realize that that's what women really like. That's a combination of both. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So good. Yeah. So do you suggest um, <laughs> doing this with meditations and like really probably also working yeah. with a coach, you know, like really making, wake, making himself clear that it's okay to be primal. Yeah. It's okay to be like very strong and I don't know, primal and yeah. at the same time, very heart centered and loving. Yeah. Yeah. So the simplest is kind of this meditation where you link, link the various parts and you allow them to have like a dialogue between each other, you know, the, mm. the brain, the heart and the, and the penis, but also, um, yeah, through coaching, you can work on, and, and even, you know, if you're interested in Tantra, a lot of books about Tantra explain a lot of these practices for men, yeah. where there's a lot of practices that involves how they move their pelvis, how they breathe into their pelvic area. Um, and just doing that actually allows them to condition a lot of this kind of subconscious conditioning they have around their mm -hmm. sexuality. So it's some of the practices involved, for instance, them thrusting or moving their pelvis, uh, you know, in, in, in the same way they do during sex, but also mm -hmm. doing it from a very conscious place, from a place where they're fully conscious and aware of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And that helps to connect these parts that are sometimes really, uh, really disconnected. So mm -hmm. I think, but I think it starts with a mind shift, but that the intellectual part and kind of the emotional part and the primal part, the sexual part can all exist together mm -hmm. in a, in a whole. And that, that makes it a fully integrated man as, as we women, that's the same kind of, kind of um, story that we have to um, do as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we touched upon uh, some beautiful practices uh, that we can do, um, men can do uh, for, to like really deepen their power. Uh, and it starts with a mind shift um, yeah. that sex can be so much more than just penetration. Uh, and sex can yeah. also mean, and, and being a, a man can, can mean being in his heart and being in his power center and being in in his sexual desire and lust uh, and every all of those things can exist at the same time um, yeah. and you don't have to choose right yes so, yes, yes yeah, exactly it's getting getting much more <laughs> complex <laughs> um, sounds juicy so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i that's do the, love it that's the beauty of yeah that's the beauty of human sexuality it's just so it's such a very complex and beautiful um i mean aspect of ourselves that isn't just around procreation although that's the kind of what the primary purpose of why exists but obviously because of all the emotions that we have around sexuality it's obviously much more than that otherwise we wouldn't we wouldn't be obsessing about it all the time if it was just around making babies so <laughs> <laughs> yes and there we also touching upon the pot, uh, topic that sexuality Uh, can also stay alive uh, when yeah. when you're older, like when you're as a woman, yeah. 40, 45, 50, uh, and yes. you're already moving through menopause. Um, and and what you what you talked about before, when men 
change and, and their sexuality or like their penis isn't um, behaving the, the way they, they are used to it, that this can be a change, right? And it does not need to be yeah. the end of sexuality yeah. uh, and sexual intimacy. But on the contrary, I would say it's just yeah. a development into something different. Yeah. Yeah, that's a time for, you know, exploration of, of um, other erogenous zones, of, of other things that stimulate us sexually, of, of sensuality as well. So, so it goes just beyond the classic definition of what sex has to be. So, so I think it's, uh, it's very important for men to understand that, as you say exactly, that it's not the end of something. If, if, there's, mm. like, if they see changes in their sexuality, obviously, yes, if there's some underlining medical reason, yes, they should yes. research it if they think there's something, there's some medical kind of issues going on. But it's just the normal, normal cycle of, of, of humanity, of, of your human existence. And, and they can still have very rich and very beautiful um, sexually active lives well into their 60s, 70s, you know, as long as, as um, you know, you exist basically, you know, as long as, as, as you can function. So, and it's just about being open and exploring um, all of these things. Yeah. yeah. And getting rid of these misconceptions that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And, and I, I think, yeah, the, the most, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, uh, taking the pressure out, right. It's not about yeah. performance. Yeah. It's about pleasure yeah. and being in the moment and being with a partner uh, and yeah. connecting to the exactly. heart again. And like uh, yeah. taking time. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it comes down to, you know, if if men want to understand what it is that women want in sex, I think the main one thing is presence. Women want mm. or any lover wants someone who is fully present with them at that moment for anything that's coming up at that moment. So yes. if you're in your mind thinking, oh, what does my penis look like? Am I doing these movements as I mm. should? Or following this kind of script of what you think you should be looking like or doing and that's the same thing that women also sometimes experience then you're not present in the moment and you're not really fully experiencing whatever it is that's 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 coming up so I think that's the number the number one thing and once you become very present into that and I think it's also men shouldn't be afraid of being assertive about saying what it is that they um, desire and what it is that they want but it, mm. they should be open to a communication with their partner so the partner can say whether or not she feels comfortable about, about doing something if not uncomfortable then what what you know it, it, sex is, is actually a communication and a dialogue between mm. two people to you know find those boundaries and those areas that they're willing to explore together and to look into areas that they're not you know uncomfortable with and, mm. and why they're not uncomfortable which I think is, you know, the place where two partners actually want to be, where they're open and communicating with each other. So, yeah. so I guess the bottom line is for men to be both kind of um, understanding and receptive of what's happening with the partner. And obviously, I'm talking about heterosexual men because that's the men that I that I work with, and on one side, but also on the other side, not to be afraid of their desires and to find mm -hmm. ways in which they can communicate and discuss these desires with their with their partners. Beautiful. Wonderful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not only women can or sh and should uh, express the desires, men should do just the same. Yes. Yes. yes exactly. Absolutely. Yes. We are yeah. equal in every sense. Um, yeah. Beautiful. So thank you, Samra, for this um, beautiful interview uh, and 
thank you for the practices that you shared in there. Um, if somebody of our listeners wants to work with you, how can they reach you uh, and what do you offer? Yeah. So currently I'm offering one-on-one -on -one coaching with uh, men and women. So, but men in particular, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a website called alchemycoaching.org and they can also follow me on Instagram. I think I'm called alchemy by Samra or something like that, <laughs> but they can find me under alchemy coaching. So. <laughs> it seemed like a good name at the time, so I yes. went with it. So. <laughs> But yeah, so they can check me out there. They can sign up for my newsletter. And um, yeah, I'm always happy to talk to people about, about sex. It's one of the most fascinating things for me. Isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> yes. And thank you so much for interviewing me. And sorry for all the technical glitches, but it happens. It will be good anyway. <laughs> yeah, then exactly. Life is happening here. Exactly. Thank you so much, Samra. Thank, thank you. you. Thank and you. it was super thank valuable. You. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.